This just because <laughs> shit is too weird, <laughs> and we recorded a podcast about the whole uh, Corona situation like three days ago or four days ago, and we just can't even put it out. It's so fucking wrong. Yeah, it's so outdated. Like everything is happening so fast. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so I guess we'll start with today. Today we woke up to a fucking earthquake. Yeah, it was awesome. Pretty much everybody at like seven in the morning was like, was that an earthquake? Some people were like, that was definitely an earthquake. But it reminded me of our mutual Canadian friend who was telling us a a story when he was in, um, where was he at? He was in Indonesia somewhere, probably the Philippines or something. And he was high out. He was fucking K-holed on ketamine (laughs) when an earthquake happened. And he was like, these are really fucking strong drugs. (laughs) (laughs) And his friend knew it was an earthquake, was also on ketamine, and, like, jumped out of the fucking window to land in a dumpster because he was so terrified. He, like, broke both his legs. And it just So I woke up, and I was like, was that a fucking earthquake? And then I just started laughing hysterically because I remembered that fucking story. And then I was like, fuck, maybe it wasn't a, uh, an earthquake. And then I heard people in our neighborhood all coming out of their house to, like, talk about it. And then you text me. And everything was cool. And you're like, man, that's, I forgot what you said. You said like, oh, the mother earth is like, here's coronavirus. And people are like social distancing. And you're like, back to planet earth. This is hold my beer. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this is fucking unbelievable. (laughs) It made made so much sense. I wish there was a video of me hobbling down 10 flights of stairs with a torn hamstring. Oh, Jesus. Oh, fuck. Okay, so we're having a, we're recording a podcast here uh, oh. in the non-profit studio, which <clears throat> we think is still clean. <laughs> 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 and uh, joining us from distance, from socially acceptable distance, mm. um, <laughs> at this time is Mr. Keegan Dillon, who is uh, um, self-quarantined um, after returning from Australia in a hotel uh, in downtown or used to be downtown salt lake city he, he was downtown <laughs> until... can, can we sit in an undisclosed location so it sounds cool yeah oh yeah uh, yeah i'm not going to tell you you know where they had to move you after you caused the earthquake there endurance <laughs> jesus <laughs> speaking of the man of distance he's distancing himself right now <laughs> <laughs> which um by the way we i appreciate uh your consent and participation and willingness because it's because it's the fucking right thing and yeah, no, no, regardless no of how fucking inconvenient, I'm really, I'm sorry, but wow. Yes, this is what happens when you don't have a place to live. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I get, well, yeah. There's, uh, <laughs> there's some people out back of our building that probably mimic those. <laughs> yeah, oh, true. man, that's, that's going to get weird out there. Uh, got how is it over there? Um, well, somebody tried to break in, apparently. Like, we had been locking the gate, and somebody yeah. busted one of the bars off, like the welded bars off, to get through. And I don't know why. Nobody's car got broken into. Nobody entered the building. But things are getting semi-hairy, um, I guess. I mean, it's kind of strange. I feel like this is such a great thing. 
I, not that people are going to die, that they're sick, that there's pandemonium, but for once, literally in the history of mankind, people are all paying attention to the same thing, and they're all realizing that they're all the same. It's like yeah, magic. It's like you guys over here, look, and then everybody looks, and now, now, yeah, there's some distraction. Some people are more afraid than others, and some people are thinking that there's a fix, and some people obviously want to get back to their way of life, but I don't see it as that. I think it's like an obvious thing that we have been doing things incorrectly, and then yeah, it's I like a chance, right? Like, hey, you guys should really switch what you're doing. <laughs> Even from like a minimal perspective, like when I had to change hotels today after that earthquake because the one I was in had structural damage. I like I had some food in the fridge that George had brought me, and it was like half eaten. Honestly, I feel like if this was three months ago, I would have been like, "Oh fuck it, they can just throw it away." But I was like, "No, I need to bring all that. Yeah. Like, I need every last bit of food that's yeah. in that fridge, regardless of if it's a half torn apart rotisserie chicken yeah. or like half eaten eggs or something like that." Yeah, totally. I was thinking the same thing today. I was like, "Oh, there's a there's a bruise in this avocado meat, you know, or whatever," and. But fuck it, I'm eating it right now because tastes just fine. Actually, it, yeah, but not that I would have not eaten it before. But I was like, okay, uh, make do because <laughs> yeah. because I kind of I mean I decided that yesterday was my last day of you know public exposure in the sense of um, I'm not going to the store, I'm not going anywhere except between where I live and this building and back, um, and. So we're going to get by on what we got. Yeah. It's it's shocking how quickly it made you realize and be like grateful for the stuff that you have. You're like, oh, thank God I have some food. And it's really good. It tastes really good because it's not freeze dried yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, we don't have MREs yet, so we're doing okay. Yeah. yeah. And <sighs> you couldn't find a fucking MRE in the Salt Lake Valley if you tried right now, I'm sure. Yeah, that's the point. Like, if there was, if there was panic buying going on mm. yesterday, oh, yeah. just... In, you know, imagine after an earthquake, people like, okay, uh, I mean, for, you know, it's real when the angel Moroni drops his trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like when I, that was my favorite headline of the morning. It was just like, yeah, the, the angel Moroni on top of the temple downtown, you know, the arm came off and the trumpet dropped. And I was like, yeah, well, that's, indicative that the fucking penny's about to drop i think yeah (laughs) what the fuck that i mean uh, so you were keegan you were in a room 10 floors up in that yeah i was i think that holiday Inn express is one of the bigger buildings in downtown because i looked around when i got back to my room and i was higher up than most other buildings around me yeah fuck so you were on the end of or you know near the end of a pretty long lever when when the foundation started shaking It, like, it wasn't scary in the moment because it was just like, all right, get your shit together, get your stuff, and get the fuck downstairs. Yeah. And then afterwards, it was like, okay, I was in a room that was literally swaying back and forth. <laughs> it was just like, what else is going to fucking happen? <laughs> Please. I mean, we could take Why some... Why did you ask that, we motherfucker? Some, we could take some guesses. <laughs> I, I had to. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> I don't you know. Freeze, right? It's hard to imagine that things could get actually worse than this, but I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to ruin the surprises. So, that's true. <laughs> well, it's yeah, it's it's fucking nuts, and I, I think it's strange that people aren't taking it seriously because there's 
Uh, okay, you're not afraid of getting sick. I totally get that. I actually feel the same. I'm not afraid of getting sick. I'm not at any risk, although I've read accounts of it, and it's apparently the most terrible fucking cold you can get. Like, it is painful beyond belief. This guy wrote his experience. Uh, he said he's a healthy type 1 diabetic who got it, and just because of that risk factor, like, he, his, like, head is pounding beyond belief. They treated it incorrectly. He He went to, I think... I want to say it was in El Paso or something. Uh, he went to a hospital because he thought he might have it. And they're like, nah, you just have the flu. And they gave him an inhaler, which makes it worse. And then they gave him anti-inflammatories, which, which makes it worse. Right. And so he's just like, he sprayed, he, he said he, he inhaled on the albuterol and he said it felt like somebody just blew a torch down his lungs. Like he like <sighs> screamed in agony for 30 minutes which didn't make his lungs any better either. Yeah, it didn't. And then, Fuck. so he's just describing, he's like, you guys can't understand how painful this is. He's like, my head and my lungs are totally fucked. He's like, my oxygen saturation is okay. And this is what's weird. I'm apparently, I have mild symptoms. Oh. It, it's yeah. so weird to get a grasp on like what symptoms actually are. Cause I've heard like, oh, they have it, but they feel nothing to what you just said. And yeah. it's like, this broad range in between. Yeah, I, and obviously people get it and they pass it. And, and obviously the dangerous part, I think, is they understand it, is that it's because it's not just a human disease, that it's trans-species, and this is why our bodies have no, like, natural immune function to it. So when it hits, it's just like, depending on your health status, it's just, like, exponential. Right. Um, I mean, so here we, we were and, and we've kind of changed our direction a little bit. We, we were thinking like, man, if people um, wanted to come in and get their own private training in, like, because we only have like what five or six fucking clients that come in here normally. My idea was like, I'll open the door. I'll write something on the board. I'll be in the back area. It will include no items in the in the area that are porous. So all metal implements. The workout will be fairly straightforward. It won't be hard. It'll be something just to move around and get you to, you know, do some stuff. And if you want to come in because two of you know each other, that's probably fine. Just don't cough on each other, whatever. And today, yeah, if you're if you're already living with the person, yeah. it should be okay to, you know, train together. But otherwise, it's like one person, yeah, at a time, no contact. The space is cleaned before they come in and after, and then and then after. Mm -hmm. um, because I think there's going to, you know, it's the mental health part that I think we yeah. hopefully can address in some way. Um, but and, now I changed it even from there. Yeah. And I went. Because that's so it, yesterday. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yesterday's yeah. protocol. Yeah, like every day you got to change like your policies basically. For sure. And yeah. so today, and it might change again tomorrow. Might We just might close it all together because who the give, fucking gives a shit other than I know it's really healthy for some people to be able to get out of their house and come to a safe location and do something different. And that's really what I, I was thinking about keeping it open for a few people. But now, unless you're quarantined in your own house and you've decided to not go public altogether, we'll, we'll open it up for those people that are completely quarantined from their house to this place, kind of like how we are doing. Um, but I, I might just say, like, if you go, if you have to go in public, you know, give us a call in nine days or whatever it is. Right. And maybe well, you now can... we're saying it like it sits in the air for two hours, mm -hmm. stays on surfaces for days. Yeah. Which is like totally different than what they said yesterday or the day before. Yeah. Yeah. The, the airborne part is interesting. Um, yeah. I hadn't, 
hadn't uh, gotten that one yet. Um, but I was looking at the, like the different sort of burn rate or whatever uh, for cardboard and metal and concrete and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it, yeah, it's up to it's up to nine days. Fuck. On some of that cardboard, a bit less, I think, is what I saw. But, um, <laughs> oh, I so those hobos out back, they're, yeah, they, they're doing it right. Yeah. So what do we <laughs> do? I call the health department? Cause, yeah, right. Because uh, the, the police have been told not to. Yeah, I mean, that's the other one. So the the mandate for most cities that are getting under it, they've already taken out, like, all all police inquiries that are not emergencies right now are completely pulled off the shelf. And the responses are, can you handle it by a phone? Then do. You only apprehend and contact people if it's an emergency to the public. And I was like, Jesus Christ. It, it's real. I mean, back to you talking about like somebody tried to break through the fence or yeah. whatever at the space the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know the right way to word this, but you offered me the idea of personal protection. Oh yeah, I was like, do you want a gun? I come back from a place that doesn't believe in it, and my yeah. mind forgot that they <laughs> for it. Yeah. Not, not only do they not believe in it down there, not only do they not believe in it down there, it is forbidden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But man, I walked to go get a bottle of bourbon last night because it was St. Patrick's Day and I was yeah. lonely. Whatever. Yeah. But it's a ghost town and it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Like it feels like the purge. Like I'm just waiting for like people with masks to start running around with baseball bats and knives and. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I think we're like I think we're like a week from that when people don't have money and they're desperate and they don't know what the fuck to do. I mean, people were posting the meme yesterday from like you know certain end of the world movies all over the fucking place like Mad Max shit all that stuff and I go is it still gonna be funny when like I have like leather armor on and a mask and, like, <laughs> and a baseball bat with concertina wire wrapped around it <laughs> I, I think when it comes to that it won't be funny it'll be necessary I'm only like a week away from that I've already like man I've scouted sheet metal for my car no I'm just <laughs> I, I, you know, I to be honest, like a lot of people are going down the road of like end of the world. I honestly go the end of the world will be a restart. And I think the new world looks like it's one that's a little bit more grateful and less greedy. For sure. I think that's like the first thing that goes is like people who take more than they give because we're seeing it right now. Like I, I went now because of the fucking earthquake. They recommended that, you know, now don't use the tap water for 72 hours. And so I was like, oh, shit, we only have like one five-gallon jug and then like so much water storage. And I was like, I'll just go get some while they still have it. So I went to Lowe's. I got the last two five-gallon drums. And the lady was like, a guy came in and bought 50 of them this morning. And then he bought 10 generators. And I was like, what in the fuck, dude? Well, I mean, 14 days. Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead, Keegan. Sorry. Uh, I was going to say, does he own a city? Like, what the uh, fuck do you call that? <laughs> no, he's got 16 TVs all streaming Netflix. And, uh, you know, the draw on that is pretty enormous. But I mean, that's just so to keep his nine kids entertained. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe it's 10 kids. Yeah. yeah, it's it's kind of bizarre. The school thing, like we talked about the 10 kids or some article, this lady with nine kids or whatever that Mark sent over. And you're like... Oh, did people just realize that now that their kids aren't in school, that their kids are fucking annoying and they actually don't want children? Like, <laughs> yeah. or, I mean, this lady's comment was, was, you know, the most interesting one to me was that she was like, wow, teachers work really hard. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought, oh, yeah, so you couldn't go to 10 a.m. yoga this morning because yeah. you had to wrangle your nine children and 
And now you're going to have to figure out how to keep them entertained. Like you got to exercise them, exercise them until like I get a treadmill to power your house. I don't know what it's going to be like to, you know, to make them run on it in order to like wear them out or you, you know, you'll have no upholstery on the furniture in two weeks. That's actually a really good idea. I mean, you can at least get like an Airdyne to be like a blender or something, right? Like, or Vitamix. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you want to eat? You got to fucking turn this into a smoothie. (laughs) I guess you'd be drinking then, but... Right. um, It's really fucking bizarre. The whole thing is really interesting to watch. But the fact... And the the fact that somebody was just like, okay, I'm I'm going to get 50 of these drums. um, The... I think there'll be there'll be a pretty good backlash to that kind of behavior at some point. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I took so technically, I didn't take the last two. There was another one, and then there were some empty ones, and I left the one. I was gonna buy four, just thinking like, well, between me, you, Aaron, Selena, like, yeah. When Keegan is out of quarantine, I was like, we'll need some water, so I'm buying for basically five people. And then when I realized that I would have taken the very last one, I was like, that's not, somebody will need it. Like, yeah, I have two and we can always boil water and reuse these. This isn't a big deal right now. And I don't think that's a, I, I think my reaction is going to become a more normal reaction. I don't think, honestly, like before this whole thing happened, I was like, oh, end of the world shit, like racking guns and like thinking about, you know, shooting people. And I kind of changed my attitude last weekend and it was like no this is like this is like take care of each other kind of time like if you change your attitude towards it you will change the outcome of it like if i'm looking to go down the street blazing like what do you think i'm gonna do like the first chance i get because i've built this model of how the world is now my model of the world is like i want the model to be you know, people are smart and appreciative of your space first, and then people that you know you take care of first and foremost, and they take care of you. And lastly, you're able to protect those that you care about that don't have that same model in your head. So don't get me wrong, all guns are racked, but not in the same sense as how I was thinking about it, not even like a couple weeks ago. Right. Well, even the space, like if somebody tries to break in, it's not to hurt anybody. They're no. looking for water. They're for looking sure. for food. They're desperate. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we talk about that often. Like, what do you do when you're desperate? How do you act? Like, do you put other people in danger? Uh, Brody put up a really good post because he was uh, up in the mountains yesterday. And he was like, I mean, the video is like fucking terrible. Although it's like obviously a bubble lens or whatever. But it's terrifying. I mean, he's on this sharp edge of a fucking mountain peak barely like just fucking scrambling up it and he said like basically this is the last post i'm gonna post like this he's like i thought about it i had no idea kind of how dumb it was until i got down and realized that if i was in trouble then i would have taken away from medical and rescue professionals that would have to come save me for doing a recreation and it was like Oh, yeah. You, you now actually have to mitigate your risk. We now what, feel like what it feels like to have no uh, net. Like, if you get hurt right now, you are totally fucked. Yeah. Um, but I even told Aaron, like, she, she wanted to do a little workout today. And I was like, nothing that has any risk of doing anything to your back or your rib because there's nobody to put it back in. They're, like, you're going to suffer for the next four weeks. And you don't want to be in a position where you can't just move around comfortably. I was like, yeah. you might feel a little bit chubby. You might not feel like, you, you know, you lost all your fitness or whatever. 
but you won't be in pain and you you won't be limping around. So what are you like? What are you gonna do? I'll be honest. This hamstring sucks right now. Like my first thought was I couldn't get out of that room fast enough because it was like oh, fuck. It, I can't lift my leg up to put pants on. So it's like all right, sit down, put pants on. There was no like adrenaline that was getting me over what that pain was. At least this morning, yeah. it was like man, it feels like a really compromised position right now. Fuck. Yeah. Ugh. Wow. Is it, it is it getting it, better at all? Definitely on the up and up, but it was just hmm. that feeling of like, you know, I. I am a liability to some degree right now. It just feels. Yeah, you can't know. sprint, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah, but but it is healing. Yeah, no, it feels much better today. Okay. And for the time, I had a hot tub, but they've closed those down, which makes sense. So I'm just <laughs> do what I can in the bathtub or ice it, and it seems to be working. Shit. I got nothing else to do. Yeah, uh, ice machine in the hallway, uh, still pumping yeah, out cubes. But- yeah. Tell her I said hi, assuming that was her. Yeah, that was Aaron. Nice, <laughs> nice guess. Thank you. I think she was checking on Aaron or uh, Lambert. I mean, yeah, she was just making sure he was in here, being a scruffy butt. He had a little bit of a panic attack in the earthquake. Sparkle didn't. She's just like <laughs> head up, looked. Was like that's weird. Oh really? Back to sleep. Yeah. Did, oh, didn't man. wig out. And even when I was sitting with her, um, when the aftershock hit, so the first. Uh, earthquake was what, like 7 a.m. roughly? Yeah, 7, 10. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So, yeah, Selena and I got woken up. And I was, like, lying there in bed going, you know, because I just, like, fuck, I, th- I feel like I'm on a boat. <laughs> like, I w- it was super disorienting. Like, it yeah. didn't immediately, you know, it wasn't earthquake It first and foremost in my head. And uh, and then you know, Sparkle didn't move, and so he's like, "Is that is this an earthquake?" And I said, "Yeah, I think this is an earthquake." Yeah. And she's like, "Well, no reason to get out of bed, I guess." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> I mean, not now." But then I was with Sparkle at um, uh, at one o'clock when the one of the one of the aftershocks, the one that was four point six, happened, and she was laying down next to you know my little workstation there, and she just kind of looked up at me as everything started shaking. I'm like, "Wow, this is." All right, girl, we're together. <laughs> you know, like whatever, but it didn't seem to bother her. Like it, mm. and and I don't know what genetic issues she's got. Like what, why it didn't speak to her? Yeah, it might have been. Aaron said her heart was racing because hers jumped. She jumped up like a two hundred heartbeat. So it might have been her his response to her. To her, okay. yeah. He jumped up and came and immediately like rolled up in a ball between us yeah. and like just hunkered down. And we we're like. Uh, <laughs> fuck. So speaking of Gus, how is, uh, speaking of dogs, how yeah. is Gus hanging in? Uh, he seems to be doing great. So the family that's watching him at him for like 40 days now, that's yeah. awesome. they, they keep him free of charge until I'm, you know, done with this self quarantine thing. So that was pretty cool. That's uh, good. They, he's, they've been sending me pictures. Honestly, I feel like he's forgotten about me. <laughs> I think right. he's having a great time with new friends. They have a dog and a cat that he seems to get along great with. So oh, no I'm going to go pick them up, and they're going to be. He's going to be like, "Who are you? Yeah. I'm going to stay here." That's pretty funny. I hopefully that doesn't happen. I mean, it'd be <laughs> nice to be recognized. Yeah, it would be. It'd yeah. be really. I mean, I know he's going to remember me, but I'm just happy he's having a good time. Over he's there. just not going to recognize that Australian accent. That's true. <laughs> When I say good day, mate, yeah. he's like, who the fuck are you? He's like, get out of here. You don't have any guns to protect me. <laughs> oh, man. That's a, yeah. I don't, other than, other than that, we're just, 
I guess all we do here is we've been working on stuff because we're trying to get things out that we have needing finishing or whatever. Um, but it's kind of hard to get things done because every day is like a different what the fuck. Like, yeah, every day you read the news or a, you know an article or something, and you're like, what? What is going on? It changes. Uh, and I think I don't know. It was Jared Leto was on a silent retreat for like 30 days or something. And he came out and was like, nobody there had any contact with the outside world. And he came out and was like, what in the fuck just happened? And everything is gone. Like everything has changed. And he's like, I literally walked out into a world that I didn't recognize. And it was really fucking bizarre. Yeah, I can see that. Right. Terrifying. I mean- even coming from Australia to here, it's yeah. like, it's totally different. Yeah. I got through LAX Customs in 15 minutes. That might be a world record. I have no idea. It's possible. Yeah. <laughs> Holy it shit. Was crazy. Nobody talked about anything. They were like, all right, stay on the plane. We're going to hand out health screens, um, whatever, once we get to the gate. We sat on the plane for like 15 minutes, and they were just like, oh, I guess they don't have them. You guys are free to go. So we all just left and went through customs and there was like hardly any mention of it in the airport aside from like every 20 minutes, like a PSA that's like, don't forget to wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Uh, that like, that was it. That is so fucking bizarre. Fuck me. And that was Monday, right? Like I read some things online about temperature checks and I was like, all right, this is going to be a nightmare. And before I knew it, I was standing at my gate like six hours early to get to Salt Lake City. And it was just like, no, I guess, I guess we're not taking this that seriously in the airports. Or maybe, I mean, look at, maybe just the busyness of it is dropping off. I mean, Arlette pushed that, uh, posted that picture of the fucking empty plane. Totally empty plane. And it's like, holy shit, they're flying empty planes back and forth. Yeah. Every flight I went on, like 50, 50 empty seats, 60 empty seats. Yeah. Every flight they had like up on a monitor was the same thing. It was half full at, at best. Such a good time to travel. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's probably less danger, right? Cheap too. Yeah, less danger. <laughs> get in. I mean, you just make sure you like where you're going because you might be there for a bit. Right. That yeah, that's how I felt about Australia. Like between the hamstring and everything else, people were like just stay another week. And I was like, I feel like if I'm here one more week, I'm here for at least six. Yeah. Like it's. It's get out today or stay here all summer. Yeah, and they yeah. just, I think you're right, because yesterday Australia shut down pretty much everything, right? Yeah, I think so. So, um, Michael, yesterday you told me something about Lee. Oh, Phillips. yeah. What, and that's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee Phillips is uh, our, our teammate from Travel Clash. He's yeah. quarantined in Dubai. He, he was on his way out, and he coughed in an airport, and security grabbed him and quarantined him. I was terrified to do any, like, to blow my nose, oh, yeah. to cough. Yeah. like Because every time somebody did, the whole airport would turn around and look at him. <laughs> <laughs> I, you can't help it. I mean, your reaction is like, motherfucker. It, it's like, I told Aaron the same thing, because she coughed when we were like, just in the car before we were going to the store one of these last times. And I was like, don't do that. Like, whatever you do, do not cough. And I was like, it's not illegal, but now the law doesn't matter. We're under mob rule. Like, right. if a mob of people decides that you're the enemy, like, there's nobody that's going to save you. 
And yeah. they, but the thing is, they're not going to want to get close to you. That's a good point. To issue the beat down or whatever that they're, they're like, thinking somebody about. Somebody hit him with a broomstick. Yeah. <laughs> a six foot or a more long foot. broomstick. Oh, it's Aaron's post <laughs> fucking got me. It was pretty good. Yeah. We're either six feet away or six feet under. Yeah, that was good. I like that. Uh, I, th- I, th- I was like, that could be a nonprofit t-shirt, I think. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. How are you keeping busy in your uh, in your hotel room? Uh, movies, work. Been yeah. trying to get calls with clients as much as possible, just to give us both something to do. Yeah. And then I did drink half a bottle of High West uh, Campfire whiskey last night, so that helped. Right so when the earthquake kicked off this morning, that was uh, <laughs> that's my head. <laughs> so I have the worst jet lag right now. Like I went to bed at like ten last night. I oh, woke yeah. up at one. And then I was wide awake until like six. Oh yeah. And fell back asleep. And like right when I fell asleep was when the whole room started. <laughs> and when you said disorienting, that's exactly what it was. Cause it was like 10 seconds of me trying to figure out what the fuck was even happening. Oh yeah. Dude, that's hilarious. My jet lag, that was the worst jet lag I've ever had. And mine was partly cause we're coming right back into ceremony. So I, yeah, okay, that's right. I came back and, Oh my God, I've never been so miserable. I'd be so, because we're fasting, so I'd fast. And all I was doing is I'm hungry and I'm, and I'm fucking tired. And then at three in the morning, I was wide awake and not hungry. And I'm like, <laughs> jet lag is a motherfucker. Yeah, no, I, I, I've been resting a lot, but I think it's kind of fucking it up too because I'll sleep during the day and then at night it's like, what are you doing? Well, that's when yeah. the good movies are on, right? At night? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. no, my TV doesn't work, so I just have Netflix now. Just, you know, first world problems. Yeah, right. <laughs> we got uh, we got uh, Elodie addicted to Ozarks while she was here. We watched like nope. five episodes with her. <laughs> we got something to do for at least two days. Well, then, then Paul uh, Warrior just sent me a message, and he's like, we're fucking stuck here. And he like panned his camera around the room, and all three of them were just watching Ozarks. <laughs> 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 and I was like, oh, you guys are screwed. Yeah. Fuck it, that show's great. Did you watch the new Burt Kreischer stand-up? No, is it out? Yeah, it's fucking great. Okay, I'll have to do that for sure. All right. Yeah. I, uh, to be fair, I haven't had any fucking time. Like, no time. Ta- I have no downtime. Like, it has all been trying to, like, get mailing done, take care, like, make sure everybody has everything. Like, I, I, I just, like... I've been, I have like a stack of books that I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to read all of these. And I haven't even opened one of them. Yeah. You're probably a few days away from all of the downtime. It could be. uh, Yeah. It's just last minute stuff. Now that like everything is pretty much done, it's kind of, yeah, you're probably right. I'm assuming post offices and shit are going to shut down at some point. I don't think so. No. Post offices are staying open. So I'll still be delivering mail. Uh, or having them come pick it up from the office, but I'm probably only going to do it probably two times a week or something. Yeah. For whatever. And just call uh, the post office, schedule a pickup, and then we yeah. put the little basket outside or just inside the door or whatever, and they come they get it. And it no contact. But um, yeah. and as long as we keep this space clean, um, well, we don't. We can't guarantee. You know, at least it'll be out the door. Yeah. And with a good conscience, we're we can be cool with that. But. Uh, yeah, you know, once it gets out in the world, who fucking knows? 
Seriously. I, I mean, yeah, what do you do with mail? Like, somebody went to hand me mail, and I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> it's <laughs> junk mail anyway. What the fuck would I touch that? Yeah. Just throw it in the fucking garbage. Yeah, just, just put the, help at the recycling bin in front of the <laughs> yeah, door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like it was just deliver it there, so I don't have I mean, to. If nothing else, what if the only thing that changed was like a matter of fact if we protect our resources and junk mail stopped? Be like totally no worth it. Totally worth it. I don't think the world would come to an end just because of that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but uh, they deliver it with such frequency that it almost feels like they believe the okay. world will stop turning if they don't keep delivering okay. junk mail. So <laughs> new, new form of question. How many people have to die before they stop junk mail? <laughs> half. <laughs> half. Half of everybody. Fuck. I, yeah. Who knows? I I, I was I was appalled today mm. um, when I was out walking uh, Sparkle, and there was like a looked to be like a University of Utah group run oh, going on, like eight or nine people all running in close proximity, talking to each other, huffing and puffing, and it was like you get, people are not taking this seriously enough. They're they're not reading. They're Trusting the voice of a fucking, you know, liar who should just recuse himself because he oh, is Jesus. incompetent. Um, it, not recuse because of a conflict of interest. No, it's a conflict it's of interest. Of <laughs> yeah, it's his, his, his... He's conflicting everybody's interest. Yeah, and his relationship with, you know, intelligence um, uh, or intellectual horsepower is uh, somewhat conflicted, apparently. But um, if that's where people are getting the news, just trusting that, it's like... Okay, it's gonna be really bad once it kicks off for real in the states, and it's and it's going to. I mean, if yeah, if you watched any of those videos that like people recorded in Italy, like record a video for yourself of ten days ago. Oh, I saw that. It's fucking harrowing. Yeah, and um, was somebody like get the fuck out of get the fuck out of Italy? <laughs> well, yeah, and then. And then where? Because it's going to be the same. It's not just, you know, you think it's, oh, it was well, it th- was bad in China, and then it's bad in Iran, and it's bad in Italy, and then it's bad in all of Europe. And then and then it's just like, no, it's not going to be a national problem anywhere. It's a, it's, it's, that would be part of the definition of pandemic is, is a worldwide thing, right? Sure, it is. <laughs> but other spots will have more notice of how to, like, it's just a delayed education thing. Like, I think, I honestly think Utah will probably be lesser just because we're, inland a little bit and we've had okay. a little bit of time to and people are actually quarantining more like way ahead of time than they did in italy italy was like a forced thing and i mean that's why they that's kind of why i think that they have patrols out is because it was a forced thing ours okay. are voluntary and we kind of see it coming like oh shit we don't want to be like that so everybody just do it on your own and that way there's some freedom yeah a little bit I, or maybe I'm totally wrong. Who is is it? Holland that's gonna fucking keep going as normal? Oh, I don't know. There, there's one in that. I don't know. There's one country that's just like fuck it. We'll do the opposite. And it was like I guess they're small enough, and they 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 ran the numbers for their healthcare, and they think they could support it. So they're just gonna try to get it through their system, and they're like, hey, just business is normal. It's from, from what I'll have to look. I think it was it was one of the Holland or something. I don't know. Okay. Are, are they working on that like herd immunity premise that I, 
Yeah. I, I don't know much about that. I just know I've heard people talk about that being something that I was like, oh, I've never really heard of that. Uh, herd immunity? Uh, well, herd immunity, they talk about with vaccines quite a bit. Like, it's the reason why every kid has to get immunized is because there's such close proximity that it's it's protective of something like polio or rubella or something like this, but it's not it's not an absolute cure against it. Like it can deter it. And if one kid comes in and isn't protected, man, it'll go right through every kid, even through vaccines sometimes. So I, the herd immunity thing is like, no, everybody gets vaccinated and now everybody's protected. But you start, especially now that like there's anti-vaxxers, somebody, there's some kids getting in the mix to go to school and then the whole thing fucking falls apart. You're, no kids are protected just because some parents decided right. that their kids didn't need to be. Um, which is really bizarre to me. Like, I totally respect anybody that doesn't buy. Maybe respect's the wrong word. I I nod to anybody that says, no, I don't want my kid vaccinated. I go, I totally, I guess I understand where you're coming from. You don't trust the medical establishment. I don't know many people that do. I don't myself on most cases. But I also then go, then why are they in school? Yeah, I mean, that, that should, right. if you make that yeah. decision that should affect your uh, freedom of movement uh, your, well, or you know, just freedom your, of interaction. I should just line up with healthy skepticism through and through. You don't trust the medical establishment, which is a byproduct of our public education system. You should pull them out of both. And that way, problem solved. Like, but how am I going to go to yoga at 1030? <laughs> exactly. Now we're back to the fucking state-sponsored healthcare problem. State-sponsored uh, daycare. Right, yeah, daycare. <laughs> healthcare is next. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I don't, the the thing that we posted yesterday was the next thing I want to talk about because I think um, I kind of saw it coming. Uh, I'm, again, I wasn't – now I'm a little bit more um, aware of how bad the actual virus could be. But my original fear in trying to, like, think about what to do was the financial crisis that's going to hit in – not now, but, like, two months from now, three months from now, six months down the road. Six months. Six months, it's going to be pretty bad. I, yeah, and I was just like, man, like the government is going to inject money into financial institutions and Fortune 500 companies because they're still going based off of a trickle-down theory. But we know that doesn't work. We know that that is an impossibility. I mean, it, it just like you give you give $50 billion to a billion-dollar company and suddenly like the CEO has like a new bonus check. And, like we know it doesn't trickle down. And it shouldn't anyway. Like I like accepting that kind of money is a little bit ridiculous in the first place. But my thought yeah, you're was, such a smart business guy and you're you know, your your whole ego is tied to your you know, your successful, you know, captaining of these businesses mm -hmm. and then you get a like a little economic tickle and you ask for a bailout. Yeah. Like you should feel completely emasculated and get the fuck out because you can't do your job. But it doesn't work like that. It's just like, yeah, and successfully navig you know, negotiated <laughs> yeah. the deal that you know got me the money. So I got a bonus for it. <laughs> well, I, so I think it. I'm like, look, like we honestly are going to have to take care of anybody that's in, and I mean by local, I mean localized, as in it's somebody who you know and is important to you, or what they do is important to you. So you don't even have to know them necessarily. But that might be the only way out, I think, is to go, look, start right now just supporting and not stopping and just trying to, like, support in any way you can. And people that can't, 
do their job, i.e. most chefs, most cooks, most service industry people. Like we have a client here who owns really successful salon businesses. They are all probably bankrupts, like within a month probably. Yeah. Um, Talking to Dalila, it sounds like with the way the airlines are going, they're about two weeks away from being bankrupt. Yeah. Whatever one she deals with. Yeah, they asked for fifty billion in bailout, right? But that doesn't. But if nobody's, but that does. That that is an open mouth yeah. that will never close. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. And and yet, yeah, I I don't necessarily want to see a world without air transport. But I also right. don't think that p- keeping them alive right now yeah. is the way. Like, save the 50... Get, okay, let's see what happens. You put that $50 billion in escrow. Don't put it in the stock market. Um, yeah. You know, somewhere. Set it aside somewhere and wait until it's really needed. And, and all of this is kind of past. Like, the original... The, the Even if it's not is- past, it's just like... Oh, we need fifty billion to keep going. We need fifty. We need all this money to keep flying these fucking empty planes, yeah. so that we can keep our spot in the good terminal at the big airport. It's like, yeah. okay, the world when you wake up one year from now, you stupid fuck, is going to be completely different, yeah. and will have to be re, you know, reimagined mm-hmm. in some way. So let's maybe save that money now. Well, I, and that's and a, the only to, fix to I have can... the reserve in the future the only and i'm not an economist so like maybe this makes no sense but the only way out seems to freeze everything like all things freeze that doesn't mean people can't buy anything and you can't do transactions it means that the the debt and the leniency especially like that stuff needs to come to a halt like all appreciating interest needs to be stopped all payments need to be deferred including ones to the government, like everything just gets deferred. And wherever the scraps are from there, people that don't have immediate money pick up the pieces and figure out a way to support the people that have like absolutely nothing. And then we can start to figure it out once it happens. But if you if you continue down this road, it's just like, I'm sure grocery stores are fucking killing it right now. Like, you know, toilet yeah. paper company's best year ever, 2020. <laughs> like, what? so it, it's, some people are benefiting, um, which is how the world works. And it's not that it's unfair. It's just timing. It's just like what it is. But the mass majority of people, especially the small business thing, when they, when they, when they made that announcement of like a pretty much every fucking country and government has done it where they're like non-essential business has to stop. And I'm like, what do you mean non-essential? Like, this is how people fucking live. They have a business. And if they can't work, that most people are on the line. Like they don't have a very long leash until, you know, they have nothing. Probably a month or two for most people. And it, which sounds absurd because some people are good savers, but then you then you realize that the airlines are going to be gone in like 6 months and they're bankrupt and those are billion dollar companies that are making millions and billions of dollars of profit. They're gone in six months. Like, what do you expect the person that just owns a mom pop or a CrossFit gym or like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Especially when, you know, you're telling people to close gyms, but then you still have to pay rent. Yeah, exactly. Like like, we got to close everything if we're going to close some things. And yeah. Why, why, why is the real estate market or, or whatever function of the leasing company, why are they essential, but a CrossFit gym isn't? 
And it's just like, well, because they don't deal and interact in groups of people. Like, I thought a shutdown meant a shutdown. And we should, like, really consider pausing everything. The next thing is, like, sending people cash right now is probably not the fucking answer. Well, I was going to say, like, to pay rent, if my landlord in Connecticut wants my rent, I'll just go hand him a bunch of ones in person. <laughs> <laughs> After I rub them all over my face. Yeah, yeah right. Kind of right in front of them, licking my thumb, you know. Yeah. Just, Maybe not with them, but you get it. Just mail them and then put the return address in China. Yeah. But if it's, so if it's, um, man, I saw a really good deal on a lens <laughs> from Hong Kong. Yeah. <laughs> That's not getting in. Um, even though that, even though Hong Kong has like one of the, the, the lower rates in the, that part of the world um but so so if it's not a good idea like to, to don't send the cash now send the cash when it will actually do the most good which is three months six months yeah, yeah. and that's exactly my premise for the airlines yeah it's like let's spend that at, at a certain time when you can actually see what might be on the horizon or right? to change the way that things are done um as you know, the world changes, but right now everybody's just like, if we don't get the money, we can't keep doing business as usual. Well, business as usual is fucking done folks. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, like horror of horrors, we started talking about like digital delivery of certain products. I mean, and I want to use the word interim because, you know, analog still important. Um, but it, it could, it could very well change. I mean, it's certainly going to change what we can do, yeah. Uh, in this time, um, that being said, you know, we're, I, uh, we might print a fucking zine next week. Yeah. <laughs> if the, like, as of today, the, you know, the, the printer that we use is still open. They can still run it. They've, you know, they've all the non-essential people are, are working from home and they've got some different sort of conditions out on the print line. Uh, my guess is that the chemicals in that are too toxic, <laughs> so so toxic uh, in that space. Maybe not, though. Maybe it's. It, it, I mean, obviously, it's a little bit different thing. So I shouldn't even joke about it. But we were thinking, like, hey, if we produce this scene that we've been working on, and like, I can have it ready and you know, final ready to go print in twenty four less than twenty four hours, um, then maybe it would be. It's the right time to like put something out that can be useful and entertaining and a distraction for, you know, people who um, are locked down and mm. are going to run out of Ozarks episodes at some point. Yeah. I, and it is a risk like to go with the overhead of something like this is like, man, this, this really is making a statement that we believe that it will be okay, which is our credit line to our future. It's us going, we're going to get past this and we will still be relevant. And because we believe in that, we should absolutely pull the trigger on this because now is the time that somebody actually has the time to sit down with something and appreciate it. Everything else is an excuse. Like, I don't have time to do that shit. But the, and and the the only, and the the question for us is like, okay, that's going to be 15% of our capital reserve. Yeah. Something like that. And, so if we don't make that back, like so, and we'll have to sell 300 copies in order to make that back. Um, whether that's feasible in this time right now, I don't know. Yeah. And then that you know kind of puts it. It it would. It's a 
bet on a future outcome, but it could impact our ability to take care of those who are close to us. Mm -hmm. And so it's like not a fucking light decision. Do you guys really think in like a month or two things are going to be any different than they were a month or two ago? Oh, yeah. You think so? Yeah, I think it's I think we're in for because I think the um, I mean, the 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 modeling that they're like, all of it is happening really fast. Right. It my my suspicion is that it it's not going to peak here. Um, for two to three months. Hmm. And that's not me, you know, Trump-esque or yeah. whatever. It's just like, right. look at the graphs that came out. Um, What's well, the, the uh, uh, one of the papers that came out on the 16th by the UK, um, was it the Imperial College had done a study and some modeling and their graphs are quite sort of indicative and uh, of, of the possible, you know, the possibility. Yeah. The, like the thing is when you, you flatten the curve, you lengthen the time that it is around to be exposed to. And right. the, the reason to flatten the curve obviously is not to overwhelm the healthcare system, right. but it does mean that the potential for exposure extends through the summer and the virus is not going to die in April. Like dear leader suggested <laughs> it would. Um, Shocker. And uh, so I, I don't think it's going back to normal anytime soon, Keegan. Yeah, my, my first thought with like the self-isolation stuff is once we're all, you know, allowed to not or to go out in public in groups again, like it's just going to spike again. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's and, and, the, and the thing is that it won't like right now in Italy, despite, um, you know, how long they've sort of been locked down. And now they're sort of looking backwards and going, man, we should have had a harder response earlier on. Um, and, and they're, you know, the headline, you know, today was basically, um, you know, Italy is, you know, hoping to see some positive reaction from the clampdown and they're not yet like the cases still keep going up and, um, the number of cases still, 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 still keeps going up. And so why wouldn't that happen in other places if, you know, the, the places that have where it has worked really well, um, you know, the, the clampdown thing, let's just let's we'll use China as the example. It's a hardcore authoritarian state. So they could quarantine a city of 16 million people and then they could go in the streets and fly drones around people. Stay in your homes, stay in your homes. Who yeah. knows what they're doing with the infected, um, you know, but and we don't know but it does appear whether it's accurate reporting or uh, or or not it does appear that the cases you know plateaued and started declining there based on that hard hard reaction and that's not going to happen here mm. yeah like cuz and and so um like I, I just imagine you know imagine yesterday if it was difficult to buy groceries in Salt Lake city and then post earthquake today, right. now that is amplified to a super intense. I mean, our friend Ben was at the grocery store this morning, had all of his stuff on the conveyor belt when the first earthquake hit <laughs> and they just had kicked everybody out of the store, evacuated everybody. He's like, but, 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 you know, wouldn't let him, you know, there. Can you <laughs> save them for me? <laughs> yeah. And so I think it, it's there. To, to keep our capital reserve, you know, as large as possible um, is one way to go about it. But then, um, 
maybe it is worth the 15% to make something available um, to demonstrate our, I mean, I know this is going to sound weird, demonstrate our belief in the adaptability of humans. <laughs> um, I don't want to say our belief in human nature because that's not a good belief, but um but if maybe it is worth it to spend that and then, okay, that leaves us with a smaller, you know, a- amount, but, um, you know, which would maybe compel us to be a bit parsimonious, a bit more parsimonious hmm. and, and spend in a, in a, you know, in spend slash in, you know, we, we invest rather than, you know, uh, spending. Yeah. yeah. Weird time. Right. <laughs> no shit. It, it even feels weird. Like I feel like I'm in a movie right now. Like I'm quarantined away from you guys, and we're doing this. By the way, first ever uh, nonprofit podcast with somebody calling in. So yeah, first ever, exactly. But it does sound uh, audio quality. It does sound uh, about like the first couple of episodes when we yeah. had those metal tables <laughs> and the echo was really bad and the microphones weren't great yet. Um, tiny. So, uh, I it. It blows me away that um, we're, you know, having to do it, and yeah. Uh, but I'm also convinced it's the right thing, and I. Uh, oh, totally! It's just like it's so fucking bizarre that it's like it is the right thing. <laughs> like it's just not like a scenario that I think many people thought about. Now, you know, ever. We- yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I, the, you know the weirdest like tangential thing about this whole thing you read so much all day about what's going on and how panicky people are and what the disease is doing and everything is a disease everything's a picture of a fucking microbe everything is a picture of a microscope you can't help but feel kind of sick at all times right like you like no matter what you're like man is that like you're just so aware what are the symptoms man i coughed what is that Oh shit! Do I have it? You're like my head. I have a tiny bit of a head. Oh shit! Do I have a headache? Like everything, and then like, are you making it worse? Like I like, I feel like that might be the biggest benefit from if you are not sick to just going home and fucking hanging out and knowing that you're not sick. Yeah. Because <laughs> then you like you have to think about the people you're going to be around. You're like, well, yeah. my nose is running. Do I have it? Yeah, now, yeah, is exactly. It possible to be around other people. P.S. What am I supposed to do? P.S. A runny nose is not a symptom. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> fuck. But by tomorrow it might be. Who knows? Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Oh god, it's it's a fucking it's so weird. Anyway, we're gonna try to record pretty frequently um, during this time, just because we're healthy, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're healthy in body. I don't know if we're healthy in mind right now, but. Um, we did want to put these out more frequently. So, um, yeah, I'm probably going to edit this and put it out today just cause oh, yeah. it's timely. Okay. And, yeah, for sure. I mean, do the minimum edit, just get the sound levels right. I'm not going to do the standard, but if, but you know, if we, if it's an hour long, that'll be a pretty quick to edit and just post just yeah. cause I think, um, yeah, it's worth it. Well, and <laughs> since you sound like you're calling on a hostage phone, do you have anything you want to say to your loved ones? <laughs> Just if you find my box, if you don't find me, throw it away. Go tell my dad about it. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, do you know what I thought you were gonna say? What's that? Allah Akbar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't 
don't feel that witty right now. On, kinda just... on a side note, how what a blessing is it that this is the only topic that there's no no one gives a shit what somebody called them. Like no one can no there's no like uh, there's no weird shit just like demeaning or bashing or like all news is kind of featured on the same thing. Yeah. And therefore you got rid of anything that doesn't matter, which is how the news should be. It, it feels oddly unifying in a weird way. I, I think it absolutely is. Like I, you can't help but be like, man, all humans are facing the same problem. Therefore you have empathy for all humans. Oh, that won't last. <laughs> yeah, no, that won't. But but enjoy it while it's there, because yeah. it's like it's a it's a nice like, you know, I don't know, because it's not a Chinese virus. It's a fucking virus, and it affects everybody, and it doesn't matter where it originated because we all have to fucking deal with it. So you can't like blame somebody. That's a waste of time. Like I yeah, and if you were talking, you know, hearing people talk about like, oh no, it's a it's a it was a leaked bioweapon, this that and the other, and I'm like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like who, because we're still, we're regardless of origin cause, you know, whatever, um, we're, we as a species are all facing the same problem. So finding the origin doesn't make the disease go away or the virus. Exactly. Unless you're going to do peyote with the pandolin or pangolin, pangolin. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to the pangolin. Hey hey man, could you, uh, could (laughs) you you walk this back? Dude, just, uh, just, fuck that bat again or whatever you did <laughs> and um like um and, and with the new stuff to i don't know jeez yeah fuck and right. when you got micro penis there's only so many things you can fuck <laughs> no shit and thankfully it was like in the cage right on top of yours so it was super easy just to get through the okay let's just start the uh hashtag recuse yourself um thing see if we can get that to trend and uh <laughs> And you know maybe we'll we'll uh, we'll talk tomorrow. Yeah, let's do it. Sounds good. You up for it? Charge your phone, man. <laughs> I will. This is really helpful. It was nice to talk to you guys. Yeah, yeah it's too, good man. to see you. Yeah, you too. Oh, I can see your kneecap. But oh it was yeah, good yeah. To see you. you gotta. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I was right. selfish. I turned it towards me. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, you know, let us know if you need anything. We can uh, drop it curbside. Yeah. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, All right. Get in that tub. Get that hamstring good. <laughs> Got to get this hammy right. World's ended. Exactly. Exactly. You don't want to go out with a bad hammy. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's hard to party. It's hard to dance. Yeah. It is. You need I to tried dance. last night. <laughs> <laughs> what else am I going to do? Dude, no, sh- no shit. Dude. Exactly. Uh, video or it didn't happen. <laughs> Fair enough. I want to yeah. see, see your videos of you trying to freestyle rap. <laughs> I knew when I put that up you were going to say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you know you've tried, and I'm into it. Oh, perfect. You got plenty of time to make it work, I guess. Yeah, right. Think of some sick beats. All right. We'll talk to you later. (laughs) Okay, take care, man. See you guys. Bye.